0: Hey, hey, hey! Welcome, all fellow wannabes. Welcome back. Welcome back to a guy and his wife. I'm one of your hosts, Gabriel Fast. And are you gonna intro yourself?
1: Yeah, I was. I was. I didn't know if I should wait for you to let me.
0: No, go for it. Oh,
1: okay. Hey, I'm Emma Fast, and we're married.
0: We are married. Are you? <laughs> and you're the other host, right?
1: Yeah, I'm the other host here. That thus a guy and his wife
0: yeah you're the wife i'm the the guy yeah yeah here we are we're 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 back we we, you know we we made it a goal we're gonna do like oh you know uh once a month right was kind of the goal for the podcast you know for for a guy and his wife and as you know if you keep up with any of our other projects you know we're very busy at Wannabe Critic Productions, but it's been quite some time. Actually, Emma just looked up whenever we... When did we post our last episode, actually? I think actually? it was August 3rd. Yeah, so August. We had a plan to keep going, and we had a plan. I had the schedule up on the whiteboard for quite some time. I had, like, the order, which next I think we actually have to watch uh, Thor The Dark World at next, because we're going mm-hmm. chronologically. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know things get busy. Things just kind of ramp up. You know what I mean. And like, you, you there's there's too much opportunity and not enough time. There yeah. we have we live together. Obviously we're married, but like we just haven't made it a priority. I mean you've been very busy as well. Yeah. Um, we've just both been really busy. But why don't you tell the folks uh, at home like what you've been up to? Why why haven't we been able to um, record a guy and his wife? And why do you suck?
1: <laughs> well. Um, I have been really busy with my small business that I've been trying to grow I opened it back in February it's called Sage and Clove Um, I do handmade jewelry I sell it online on Etsy Um, so yeah I've been really busy with that but honestly I think for me like if we posted our last one in August I just think that this year has been crap you know I mean, it's still 2020 when we're recording this. It'll be 2021 when you're listening to this. But. Yeah,
0: it will be the first a guy and his wife of 2021 to let yeah. you know, hey, we're still alive. Like, right. Emma's like, still alive. Like, she isn't, you know, yeah. hiding.
1: Yeah, well, and 2020 was, it's just been a crappy year. And I think that, like, in a lot of ways, I thrive with the whole quarantine thing because I'm an introvert and I love an excuse to not go anywhere. Sure. But after, you know, eight, nine months of it. I think we can all agree that we're struggling a bit and yeah. um I mean I've definitely been struggling. I think that's part of it. I think I was just getting overwhelmed with how many things I was trying to do mm-hmm. and just like thinking about like sitting down for 3 hours and watching a movie and then recording a podcast. I was just getting overwhelmed with that idea. And then also we started doing, you know, the Mandalorian reviews mm-hmm. over on the wannabe critic page. Yeah,
0: the main the main the main feed.
1: So um I was really invested in that. I had a great time doing that with, with you guys. But um I'm excited to get back into doing our thing and getting back into the MCU.
0: Yeah, me too. And and honestly I've missed it. Like Me too. I think for anyone listening out there like my main goal is to get my co-host to actually run my other stuff that way I can just like solely focus on doing stuff with my wife because that sounds like a lot of fun actually. Aww. Um but you know that time will come hopefully in the future but we do have an announcement for you you know the uh, first announcement of 2021 um, you can expect to hear from a guy and his wife at least twice a month. Um, we're gonna be doing a bi-weekly show. We're just gonna commit to it. There's no reason, because I think I think I think honestly, having the monthly show, it's like, oh, we'll have plenty of time. I think that hindered us.
1: Yeah, I agree, because it's like, oh, we can push it back. Oh, we can push yes, it back. And then exactly. then A whole and then, month goes by. Exactly,
0: a whole month goes by, and it's like, ah, oh, well, what happened? You know, it's been months now since we actually watched the movie.
1: And I think that's what helped me be a. A big part of the mandalorian i mean there were a few shows that i didn't review with you guys i
0: think you were there for about half of them though
1: yeah and i i loved that because it's like oh yeah every monday you know we're you, sitting you just, down and doing it yeah. yeah
0: exactly and i think that's it. kind of going back to what you're saying and, and ladies and gentlemen i swear we are going to talk about iron man 3 like we're just <laughs> we're just catching up yeah you know? it's been a while you need to catch up with us um i think for me it's kind of been that same thing. Like I'm married to you obviously. And like, we're are in an isolated place already. So it felt like, honestly, the only thing that really changed was really to our benefit because we find ourselves in a situation that not a lot of people get to get to. We're home all the time, you know, anyways, except whenever we'd go out, you know, for, you know, religious activity and things like that and going to the grocery store and normal day to day things. But like, since COVID hit, I feel like both of us have kind of bunkered down and become less and less social, you know what I mean? Yeah, which we
1: were already not social. Yeah, I mean,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, literally, I used to just be like a, obviously, I love podcasting. I love the social aspect of it and stuff like that, but.
1: And I love hanging with my friends and family. Sure. And I miss that. But
0: I don't like people, like, you know what I mean? I mean, that sounds bad, but I mean, I am perfectly content to be in my office and just podcast all day. Like every day I could do it. I literally could do it. And I think that's kind of the goal, right? Is to kind of make this, you know, eventually a thing. It's like, hey, yeah, we're, we are content. You know, I am a content creator, you know, and and it's, it's, it's been, it's been kind of interesting, you know, even since August, you know, like you've been busy with your business. I've been busy with my mini projects and starting my business as well, you know, because it's like, hey. I, I have all the drive, but I ha- I don't have the money to like actually market it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so you know people like, kind of put in a good word from a few different people, and it's like, oh, I- I'll do it for you type mm-hmm. thing. So now I find myself having some clients and kind of doing some content creation for them and some social media stuff for them, and it's just been uh, it's been uh, it's been a journey even since August. So like let's let's see here: August, September, October, November, December. We're at the end of the <laughs> fifth month. It's been five months since we sat down to do a podcast, and I actually think we sat down in October. To watch Iron Man 3. We did. With the intent of recording that, that night, night. But it got too, you know, it got too late and it just, it, yeah. it was what it was. But here we, it's gotten to the point where we had to watch a recap.
1: <laughs> yeah. To remember,
0: because I don't have time. You know, we don't, we don't want to rewatch Iron Man 3.
1: Yeah, but, and you know what? Like, people may think, oh, it's been five, three months since they watched it. Like, they can't give a solid review. But when we watched that recap, it, everything came back to me and I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah,
0: so. I am too. Because basically... I mean, I think the general consensus for the both of us was we weren't crazy about it.
1: Yeah. And I think we just weren't super excited to talk about it that night.
0: Yeah. And I think that might have been the thing is like, oh, I'll think about it. But yeah. And, and really, it just kind of. OK. So I ask the question. Do you like this movie?
1: Um. Mm- no. I mean, if it's a yes or no answer, no. I mean, there's obviously more to it, but I wouldn't rewatch this movie. I wouldn't choose to watch this movie again.
0: I would rather watch Iron Man 2, which we gave a 7. Like,
1: 7.5. 7.5. Well, I gave it a you 7.5. Gave it a seven. I gave it a 7. You gave it an 8.
0: I gave it an 8? Yep. I think that's fair, though, because literally it just felt like the same story from Iron Man 1, Recycled. But this, I mean, there's just a lot of things, and it has nothing to do with, like, the emotional side of it. I just didn't like what they did, like, the bait-and-switch with the Mandarin. I wasn't crazy about that, because in the Mandarin, like, in the comics, like, the Mandarin is kind of, like, a force to be reckoned with with his rings, and, like, there's a lot of cool lore behind that. And I understand they kind of went a different way with that, but... Um, there's just a couple things that like really stick out to me as being like not great.
1: Are we talking about positives or negatives first?
0: let's talk about let's see how many good things we actually have to say about the movie
1: okay you go first <laughs>
0: So I think I like the dynamic of trying to explore the thing of okay like there's a certain finality to to the series even though we know this is phase two and like things are gonna be coming out you know we, Iron Man, kind of puts the suit away like you won't have to put on the suit anymore hopefully right and you know he has the surgery to get the thing taken out and, and that whole that old chestnut right mm-hmm. and i like the i like the way they explored it it's like hey you know he's gonna become a family man we kind of see like the early foreshadowings of that like from even in the future like from, for endgame and stuff like that um i completely forgot i completely missed the first time in this movie that he had surgery to remove the shrapnel you know yeah. i never knew that his thing was actually gone like in the in the later movies has uh you know the
1: the chess piece the chess
0: piece. I never knew that that was actually gone. Um so that was kind of a first it was kind of like watching it for the first time in a way. It was like, oh, this is pretty cool, you know. Um so I did like exploring that dynamic with Pepper Potts, you know, and that whole thing, except she wasn't in the movie a lot, which was kind of annoying. Um I really like that they kind of took a chance with uh Happy you know kind of putting him in danger cuz obviously we love John Fabro, you know we're big Fabro oh, yeah. fans. And it seems like we've been seeing more and more of him lately just by accident. You well, know what I mean? Like we've been
1: watching like, a lot of rom-coms lately yeah, and, and he's, he's in so many rom-coms. He's in
0: like all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah,
1: I love it. He's the best.
0: Yeah, and I mean it, you between like all of that like seeing him on screen and seeing the things that he continues to produce and like I feel like I just want to be friends with Jon Favreau. Oh, yeah. Me too. Like, I, I want him, especially like the chef, the chef show documentary series and stuff like that. Like, I want him to be my friend. Totally. Like, it's just, you know. I want
1: him to take take us to all his favorite restaurants. Yeah. And like, be
0: our <laughs> older friend. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jon Favreau, if you're listening to this, we love you.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So, I like they kind of put him in danger, right? Because it gave, it made it personal, you know. And then, but the only, th- Okay. I'll hold that. Yeah, it made it feel personal, despite other things that happen in the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I liked. I mean, it was good. Shut up, Siri. I thought the action sequences were good. Um, I like that we kind of get Iron Man put in a sense of danger. You know, whenever he gets knocked out of the sky while he's trying to escape his his mansion and all that stuff. I feel like there was a they, they tried to make it feel like an ending you know in a lot of ways they they foreshadowed an ending in a lot of ways and i like that i like that we have the natural progression of first movie second movie even though the second movie was a lot like the first movie i I feel like getting kind of the feeling of defeat that i wanted like almost kind of like that empire strikes back type feeling i feel like we could have had that in this third you know i feel like the third movie could have been the second movie and then, you know, we could have had something different for the third movie. So I kind of like that we had that natural progression. It just felt like the first two movies were a really long beginning. And then the third movie was like the climax of like our hero being in danger for real. Um, and then, you know, they kind of wrap a bow on it. So I did like that it, it did feel like an ending. Um, and then... I also, I liked, even though there were stupid things going on, I liked the imagery in the movie. Like whenever they kiss and all of his suits are exploding.
1: Yeah. Like you fireworks. know, like
0: fireworks, you know, and it was just kind of like, oh, that's cool. You know? So there was, there was things like, like that. And that little kid, he was funny. And I, I liked, you know, the little whole arc with the little kid and like, he shows up in Endgame, like he's actually there at the funeral at the end of Endgame and stuff like that. Oh. Uh- Yeah.
1: Spoiler alert. (laughs) Well,
0: I mean, if you haven't watched Endgame at this point, get wrecked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, But like, whenever he he filled up his little lair with all those toys and stuff like that, you know, that that was was cool. It was there was it was it was your. uh, I'll make a comparison. This is like, well, no, that I I'm not I'm gonna make people mad if I make that comparison. Never mind. This was a a fine popcorn like blockbuster movie that was should have been kind of like mindless like don't think too hard about it because they're not wanting you to think too hard about it even though there's a lot of little details that matter in this movie which is kind of interesting but I'm gonna throw it to you what did you like about it
1: um I feel like I don't have a ton to add to what you've already said I feel like you've pretty much highlighted all the good things about this movie (laughs) um I also really liked the little story with the little kid I love that I think his name was Harley or something yeah um like, just the idea that he was like, you're actually Iron Man? Because, like, all these people know who Iron Man is. And, like, these little kids look up to him as an actual superhero because he's an actual superhero in their world. And, like, the fact that he landed at his house and, like, he got to help him with stuff. I don't know. I just thought that was a really cool little thing. Kind of, kind of like, um oh, what's the word? It's kind of, like, reflective of, like, our world and how like we read comics and we watch superhero movies because it's cool to look up to something like that. Sure. Um, You could have
0: like, you were able, you were very easily able to like put yourself in his shoes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, um, I did like the arc with pepper. I liked parts of it and I disliked other parts. Um, I'm conflicted with like towards the end when she is like injected with those powers
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I'm conflicted with thinking that's so stupid and also with thinking it's really cool when she, like, comes up and, like, kills that guy because she has the powers, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, I can't really think of anything else that's standing out. I liked the finality of it, like you said. Um And, yeah, that's about it, I think.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and, I mean, I don't think we want to dump on this movie. It's just... I'm
1: not dumping on it at all. This
0: is the worst out of the three for me.
1: Yeah, and, like, I agree with what you said. Like, this is a blockbuster movie. Like, I don't really remember seeing it for the first time. And, honestly, when I watched it with you, it felt like the first time I'd seen it because I didn't really remember it from the first time I'd seen it, probably because I was a kid but and just didn't really care about it. But, um Like, I think going to the theaters to see this movie, like, as part of the whole picture would have been cool. Yeah. Um, But then I don't think I'd want to see it again.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, for me, it just kind of feels like you're always going to compare it to the first two, which I thought were awesome.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like they were almost like okay we have to make a third one we yeah. have to like kind of in a way finish out this arc before we well, move on to bigger stuff
0: yeah it's phase 2 it's like okay there's a lot of setup you mm-hmm. know in phase 2 for other stuff and like in each of the phases all of the characters you know certain characters kind of have to take a back seat in a way you know like in phase 1 it was exciting like for iron man to kind of be the center stage and like thor was kind of taking the back seat a little bit even though the tesseract was in that movie right and i feel like in this phase two iron man kind of takes a back seat in a way like it just his story feels less important besides the fact that like he's struggling with you know the things that had happened in new york and stuff like that which does come up again um have we reviewed we reviewed we already reviewed avengers didn't we yeah we sure did okay yeah so he continues so okay avengers 2 though is going to be coming up pretty soon so like um. I did like that too. The fact that it's like he's struggling with the things that he saw, and you know, kind of getting into the co- more cosmic area of things. Like okay, he's seeing visions and things like that. Like there's early early bits of that, like his visions and stuff. Yeah, like that.
1: and just the fact that he's struggling with everything, like he's having panic attacks, and like this stuff is really affecting him. I thought that was really realistic. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just feel like this really feels like a transition movie, and yeah. it. Like, the fact that it feels that way makes the villain just seem, like, so pointless. Like, I mean, if we're getting into negatives a little bit, like, I just was not a huge fan of the villain in this movie. It yeah. just seemed really just, like, stupid. Dumb. It was just dumb. And, yeah. I mean,
0: I think I think the the premise is cool. You know, you get this nerdy guy. Yeah. To to do the thing and like he you know he reaches out to all these ex military to give them and like they're kind of enslaved to it at that like there's there's a sense of Star Wars star Star Wars type stuff there it's like oh you have this power that's really sought after and like you know us as damaged people like it's easy to want to cling to that power type thing blah 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 like I I like that they made him seem cool they made the idea seem cool and had it actually been the Mandarin you know and not been the actor had it not been you know had it actually been the guy who was the actor. Instead of Guy Pierce, then I think we might have actually gotten something that would have been a little bit different and a little bit cooler.
1: Yeah, I could see that. But
0: I don't know, I just feel like Guy Guy Pierce, I think that's the name of his name. He was just the wrong choice. Yeah. Like it just didn't fit for me. Um, especially like whenever he takes his shirt off and like he's like puffing it out and like yeah. he's like and like the you know, like the, the 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 powers are coming out through his mouth and all that stuff. Like Yeah. I, I don't know. It just it doesn't. There, there's a there's a, a there's a phrase we like to use and want to be critic productions. And it's like, do we buy this? It's like, no, I don't. I don't buy it. And I think the sense. I think you know in the sense that like, oh, this is the last one. This is the last Iron Man movie we're getting. It makes it that much worse because I feel like this story could have been the second movie. <laughs> you know, and I mean, they really. That's another thing too that kind of bugs me at the Iron Man universe. They really take their sweet time with the whole Pepper Potts and Iron Man thing. Totally. Had they hooked, had them like get together in the second movie, like for real. And then the new baddie comes in at the, th- you know, in the third movie, whoever that may be. We would care about them more even in the future.
1: You know what? That's so true. Like it they didn't, now that we've watched all three Iron Mans, they never really made their love story that great. I, like, as great as it could have been. Yeah,
0: it's like... Like, if
1: they had put more thought into it, like... Because, like, obviously, they end up being, like, a really, like, substantial... I mean, not substantial, but just, like, they have a kid in the future and, like, all this stuff, and they end up together. But, like, I wish there would have been... Not that Marvel movies are romance movies, but it would have been nice to have a more convincing romance between them.
0: Yeah, I mean... And it, it is. They're always just kind of dancing around it. Yeah. Like, they're like, never like, the okay, yeah, we had the fireworks scene and the kiss and all that stuff. And that's great. But go ahead.
1: Well, in, in the entirety of this movie, they're kind of fighting because yeah. Pepper's like mad that he's like... Like working so much, and he's making all these new Iron Man suits and all this stuff. And so that's when they kind of make up at the end when he destroys all the Iron Man suits. And he's kind of like, Okay, yeah, I still love you. I choose you, you know. But like, they're pretty much fighting through this whole movie. And yeah. like, it's just kind of. It feels. It,
0: it just feels off, yeah. you know. And like, we have like this big resolve in the But I, that's another thing is you can't think too much about it, right? Yeah. He said that.
1: Exactly. But we are. But we are because, we we're, are because critiquing it. we're
0: critiquing it. And it is hard. You know, we think about something as great as like The Mandalorian or even just Star Wars in general. This is why Star Wars always gets brought up on the shows because the the story is so methodical and well thought out in 90% of the fields that it's trying to do the thing. The story in uh, Star Wars Rebels, uh, a a children's cartoon, makes more sense and has more um, appeal than this Iron Man 3 movie for me. Like there is more complexity in that television show for children than there is well executed complexity than there is in this third Iron Man movie. It's just so face value, you know, and to me, it's kind of like, well, I was going to use another comparison, but I don't want to, I don't want to make people too mad. Yeah, you know don't I mean? do that. Hot, for hot takes, and hot takes all around. Go ahead. But
1: I don't, I don't know if this is true or not, but it almost feels like, I don't know when this was made in the grand scheme of things, really. Like between what movies and everything, but um, it almost seems like they were with this movie just trying to pump them out, and
0: um, it was a placeholder.
1: It was a placeholder, and they were just like, okay, we got to get this third Iron Man movie out so we can move on to the next thing, right? You know, like that's what it kind of felt like to me. Well, I
0: do think there was a story to tell. Like I was, I do think there were things that could be told. You know, like finally, you know, Pepper and Iron Man are together, kind of. But it's like. Even in the future, they're still kind of dancing around it in the newer movies. Yeah. That you never get a sense of like, oh, Iron Man and Pepper are together. Tony Stark and Pepper are together. And they are like in love. In love and they love each other. You never get that ever. And I guess that does kind of speak to the complexity of Tony Stark as a person. You know, it's like, oh, I can't, you know, like I don't deserve this. And like, I can't, I, Can't I, I, I can't get too close and like. You know, I have to be that guy, like almost kind of like a Bruce Wayne esque. You know, it's like you can't let people get too close. Um, but yeah, it just it, in a lot of ways, this movie just falls. It it just falls at face value, yeah. and I feel like the previous two movies far outshine it.
1: Yeah, and it stinks because you know everyone loves Tony Stark and his character. Sure, and like he's still great in this movie. Tony Stark is always great. You know. Yeah. Um. We always love Tony Stark. It's just, it's really just the plot of this movie. Um, and like
0: the thing is, is there's cool things that happen. Like yeah. the whole, there is a weight to happy, you know, getting hurt. And like, there is a way to, and happy's, to, great, in and happy's movie. great in the movie. You know, he's like watching, I think he's watching, uh, Downton Abbey.
1: Yeah. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like
0: when he wakes up, he's like, <gasps> he's like pointing at yeah. Downton, which at the time, Downton Abbey was like a huge oh, thing. Gosh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have one thing, you know, we're kind of, we've kind of been talking about the negatives as a whole and it's just, I think the biggest negative, there's specific things in mind. I think the biggest negative that we've agreed on though is it's just face value, you know, and right. it's, it's just a popcorn movie and we should, they're, they're really all popcorn movies, you know, like, you know, blockbuster popcorn movies, but there's like, apparently there's tears because, you know, this one isn't as good as the first two. Right. The biggest thing, my biggest problem with this movie, and it was the same problem I had the first time I watched it. Before I go, is there anything that you have to say that like, okay, I hated this. Like, I don't like this. No,
1: no, I can't think of anything right now.
0: Okay. My biggest thing that I hate about this movie is at the very end when he summons all all of the Iron Man suits. He could have done that at any time. You're telling me. Tony Stark, billionaire playboy philanthropist, whatever, <laughs> has all of these suits that he can call in at any time or but not any time but whenever he has access to Jarvis again. He could he could have summoned them at any time to like take out the the bad guy, Gideon or whatever his name was, or it just it felt a little too deus ex machina. It's like, oh, right at the last minute, right when we need it, like this thing happens, and I yeah. hate that. Yeah. I hate deus ex machina in so many ways. Because it just feels like it's just it was just a a, a cop out in a lot of ways. It just it just sloppy, just dumb, bad writing, in my opinion, because now that you've showed us this thing could have happened. Now we're going to be thinking about, okay, well, at any time, this thing could have happened.
1: Yeah. And that kind of shows me that, like, when you have that, I don't deus ex machina. Is that how you say it? Deus ex machina. Deus ex. Yeah. Well, um, That just kind of shows me that maybe it's meant more for kids. I don't know. I think as a kid, if you watched this, you would think the bad guy was scary and cool and, like, you would think all these things. But, yeah, like, part of me wonders if maybe it's just...
0: Well, it it can be fine as a placeholder. It's fine, you know. It's like you're building a foundation and people are going to go pay to see the next Iron Man movie, you know. Um, I'm actually curious to know what it grossed at the box office cuz what what do you think what what if you had to guess what do you think this made at the box office i'm going to look it up
1: oh um i actually have no idea like what my gauge would even be for that
0: i mean just say good lord okay um just throw a random number out there
1: i don't even know what is like a good or bad number like 5 million or something i don't know
0: okay well that i mean that's low but
1: that's low okay yeah
0: so total worldwide gross this is what it made worldwide okay one billion two hundred and fourteen million eight hundred and eleven thousand two hundred and fifty two. Jesus. That's how much money it made.
1: That's at, insane. At
0: the box office. Um But you know, like that's
1: Is that like a good number? Like that's a high number?
0: I mean, yeah, I mean how much has uh let's see what uh endgame grossed. Okay. Endgame gross.
1: Which wasn't that one of the highest grossing movies?
0: Yeah, so you think about how much, like, this may not seem like a lot. You think about how much a billion is.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: If Iron Man made 1.2 billion, mm-hmm. get this Endgame made 2.7 billion, almost 2.8 billion. Wow. So, 2,700,000,000. I mean, that's a lot of movies to go see. You know what I mean? Like, that's quite a. That's, I mean. That's That That number is almost uncomprehendable to
1: me. Yeah, totally.
0: So, but still, that's exactly what I'm saying, is you made a billion dollars off of Iron Man 3. And, I mean, you think about what kind of went into the universe moving forward. I mean, Iron Man 3 came out when? I'm looking it up. I'm, think, 2012, right? Iron Man 3 release date. Let's see. Probably should have been prepared before this. Yeah. <laughs> 2013. Okay, so it came out the year I graduated high school. Yeah, and I remember not being excited for it because I didn't care about Marvel at that time. I just thought it was like, okay, whatever. Like, the idea of there being a a deeper story behind comic book movies didn't really make sense to me, you know, at the time. But still, a billion dollars for Iron Man three, which is a movie that isn't really that great. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think that's a lot for this movie.
0: Oh, I do too. I think that's too much.
1: (laughs) Well, but like, good for them.
0: Yeah, that's great. Um but i i I am curious you know to see what happens as we move along in Mm -hmm. this phase two because at this point we're in phase two avengers one already happened i think the end of phase two will be um avengers two i think
1: okay
0: um if i'm not mistaken but i mean this phase two had some interesting movies in it so like thor the dark world i think is up next which if i remember correctly isn't a great one um you have Captain America, The Winter Soldier, which is still in my top three favorite Marvel movies and is a great movie. Yep. Um, what else do we have in this phase Or You have Avengers. Um, oh, you have Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, as well. Oh. Kind of moving into that. I think they're a part of phase two, technically. So we have some other ones going on. It will be kind of interesting what, what we think of this movie after we've watched some later movies into the phase two. Yep. You know what I mean? So but uh i think we kind of talked this movie to death now at this point what do you i mean do you have anything that you want to add
1: no i mean i'm ready to score when you are
0: yeah i am too um you go first what do you give this movie out of 10
1: so i i'm thinking i'm gonna give this movie a six out of ten um part of me thinks that's almost a little high but i didn't hate this movie so um yeah I'll, i'll give it a six
0: I'm gonna go seven. Really? I think this movie's I mean, I gave the last one an eight. Yeah. I think this movie is passable, but it's not like the rewatchability isn't really there for me. No. But I mean I understand why it's there. Yeah. You know, so exactly. I, I don't I'm trying to get away from point fives. I know. Six feels too low and anything over a seven feels too generous. And giving anything a seven or giving it a seven really kind of feels too generous. But I feel like it's a solid... Like, if I was to grade this, I would put a 70% on it. Like, if I was grading it as a yeah, teacher right. or whatever, I'd be like, okay, 70%. Like, that's the grade I give it. Yeah. But that's just... pat. Like, it just barely passes. Mm-hmm. You know, even though there's a lot wrong with it, it's still entertaining, I think. There are still things that I enjoy enjoyed about it. But I'm with you. There's no need to watch this one again. Yep. So... There's that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're we're happy to be back. Welcome to 2021 um, at this point, you know, because that's whenever this podcast came out. We appreciate your continued support. We've been I've been looking at the numbers every now and then just kind of check up on it. You know, what I mean, see how it's doing and people still listen, you know, even it's, it's finding new people, even though, you know, our show is. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you know, a, a few here and there.
1: If it's, you're new. Welcome.
0: Yeah. Welcome back. We've, we you know, pod fade is a real thing um you know luckily most of our projects haven't had to suffer that but the, you know something has it has had to take the back seat due to life and it has unfortunately been this one but we're looking forward to getting more back into it Yep. so be on the lookout because we have some cool stuff coming up and it's gonna you know go outside of just the podcasting realm
1: yeah i'm super stoked for that
0: i am too we need to sit down and have a brainstorming session to make yep. sure we're on the same can't page can't
1: wait to tell you guys what's what's up our sleeve
0: yeah can't wait so well that's going to wrap it up for us here at a guy and his wife. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and thank you for preparing, preparing yourselves for a plethora of hot takes and potentially unpopular opinions. Make sure you check that description down below to see the other projects we have going on. You know, we're much more active on those different ones. Um, there's a lot going on. And, and Emma, why don't you tell us where people can find you?
1: Um, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, on Instagram, it's at Sage and Clove. Uh, my name's Emma Fast again, and I'm on Facebook as well, and Twitter, so I don't remember my Twitter handle. I feel like it's like Emma Fast 4, which doesn't make any sense, but...
0: I think it's your username is actually Sage and, Cl- and Clove.
1: Twitter handles are weird.
0: Yeah, because you have like two, like you can search two account names. Yeah. Like people have certain usernames, but they also have like account names too, you know what I mean? But, but you if, can, you, yeah. if you
1: if you want to find me on like what I'm most active on, it would definitely be Instagram. Yeah, so.
0: well there you go well this is a guy and his wife signing off we will see you next time see you later guys bye